Hey, everybody, Saul Marquez, and welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket. Such a pleasure to have you back on today. I'm privileged to be with the outstanding Dr. Wesley Gilson. He's the Senior Director of MR Business Development for Siemens Healthineers North America. In his 20-plus year career in medical imaging, Gilson has held numerous research and development collaborations, marketing and strategy roles, and in his current role, he leads the business development and marketing team focused on expanding access to magnetic resonance imaging, MRI, through growth into emerging markets. In his previous role as artificial intelligence lead, he oversaw strategy, marketing, communications, and collaborations for AI across Siemens Health and Nears business in North America. He has co-authored 50 peer-reviewed journal articles and published 11 patent applications. Four of them have been granted. He uh, completed his PhD in biomedical engineering at the University of Virginia and a postdoctoral fellowship in radiology at Johns Hopkins. And he's speaking to us from Maryland. So uh, such a pleasure to have you here with us, Wes. Thanks, Saul. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that we always love to know behind the movers and shakers of healthcare, like yourself, is what inspires your work in healthcare? Well, I think it's really a passion to make a difference. You know, healthcare impacts everyone. And um, I think everyone deserves access to quality healthcare. And that's what what's exciting about working uh, with Siemens Health and Ears and, and the great people at, at the company. You know, as an engineer working in such a med tech engineering company, I'm inspired to develop technologies to enhance that healthcare and really make it accessible to, to more and more people. So I think that's really what inspires me to work in, in healthcare. That's beautiful. Making, making that difference. And, you know, it's interesting, the, the imaging space has been really a pioneer in some of the use of AI and machine learning. So it's great to hear that you, you've got that background. And, and so talk to us a little bit about how Siemens Health and Ears are adding value to the healthcare ecosystem. Well, you know, Siemens Health and Ears is a, a large company. I think we're somewhere around 65,000 um, employees worldwide, and we make technologies that, you know, touch millions of lives each day. And that happens throughout our entire kind of business. We have uh, businesses and things like um, surgery, advanced therapies, um, diagnostic imaging, which I'll talk a little bit more about because that's where I focus. But we also have a lot of advancements in uh, laboratory diagnostics, point of care diagnostics, and ultrasound, as well as the latest addition, which is quite exciting to me, to the Siemens Health and Ears business, which is Varian. Um, you may be familiar with Varian. Varian is a really the world leader in targeting cancer and developing therapies for cancer. Um, wow. And it's kind of a, a really cool match between a company the Siemens Health and Ears kind of mission is to is to make an impact or to as we say, pioneer breakthroughs in healthcare for everyone everywhere. And, and if you think about the variant piece with cancer, something that affects basically everybody you know, combining that with some of the therapies, therapeutic um, technologies that we develop in our company and the diagnostic imaging, it's a really perfect match, I think. Um, and so this is where I see we add value, Siemens Health and Ears add value to, to the ecosystem, the healthcare ecosystems, in, in that we kind of bring together a lot of advanced technologies and engineering breakthroughs that are able to target the healthcare concerns of of a large portion of the of the global population and that's really what excites me about working in healthcare working with such a great medtech company yeah you guys are just a, an incredible company just the 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 advances that have come out 
and, and specifically your division, the, the imaging division are, are just, you know, everybody knows it, you know, Siemens is a leader in the space. What would you say, and maybe it's the variant angle on this or another one, make you guys different and special? Well, so I'll, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll talk more about the business that I'm in, which is in the diagnostic imaging business, yeah, um, because it does match uh, with all of these different components. Specifically, I work in magnetic resonance imaging. So mm -hmm. kind of break down that 65,000 employees into a smaller business and the smaller business being magnetic resonance imaging, which you may have some familiarity with hopefully never having had to have one yourself, but I'm sure you've known people in the past that have. Um, it yep. makes a big difference in being able to care for people, whether that being able to diagnose what's wrong with them and make decisions about what types of therapy um, are needed or treatment or possibly no treatment at all. This is where I got my start. My academic start was in MRI um, as an engineer and as a scientist and um, brought into the Siemens Health and Ears world to do R&D. Um, and what I found in the process is that I would say Siemens Health Engineers is really one of the leading innovators in developing new techniques and new, uh, both the new hardware as well as the new um, applications associated with magnetic resonance imaging. And specifically today, um, following kind of on that mission of bringing uh, more advanced diagnostics to everyone everywhere, as I said before, um, we've been working on developing new strategies and new systems that are able to improve accessibility to care. So there's this whole concept of democratization of healthcare. And in fact, if you think about some of the most advanced technologies, magnetic resonance imaging being one of those, oftentimes there's a large number of people around the world that don't have access to it. Right. And so what we've focused on is really how do we lower that barrier to access for patients. And, and that barrier can come in a wide variety of, of ways, whether that's just people's geographical location to it, whether it's people's afford, whether it's affordability of the mm -hmm. technology, or whether that's actually physical ability to get inside of a system to be able to, to get the diagnostic imaging that they need. Yeah. Access has always been a challenge. And, and I think, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up, Wes, because, you know, as these access opportunities come up or even like 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 third world countries right the the affordability piece it's sort of clashing with this new hospital in the home thing it seems and feels like in addressing the access opportunity we're also going to be able to address the hospital in the home opportunity can you comment on that so you know the hospital in the home is a is an interesting topic right because we think about um, if you want to bring care to patients, mm -hmm. where does where hopefully is everyone? They hopefully everyone does have a home, and they may not necessarily sure. be in locations near clinics or near hospitals, etc. And so, and I think even in the context of as COVID came came about, we looked at things like telehealth, right, bringing that care into the home. And I think there will continue to be an expansion of care. Um, as we, as I mentioned to you before, we have a group in our entire business that's focused on point of care technologies. And I think um, as we look at bringing care into the homes, it's it's got to be about advancing some of those point of care technologies. For sure. It's great to hear you guys are working on those, Wests, for sure. And and that always leads to a core theme on our podcast is improving outcomes. Can you can you share how how you guys have been doing that? Sure. So, I mean, as we think about what can be done to improve outcomes, it's about understanding where we are today and where we need to get to. 
Um, and so as we've been focused on trying to identify where those barriers are, or maybe barriers is not the right word, we're trying to focus on where those where that lack of care is, mm -hmm. I think that's where we're trying to drive up the outcome. So um, looking at where the deficiencies are and saying, hey, if we can um, if we can insert ourselves into those those places where there are deficiencies, then we can ultimately drive up the outcomes in the end. Um, I mentioned to you before, one of the partnerships we have or by bringing in a company like Varian, this is an exciting opportunity where we can marry or more closely marry the diagnostic imaging and some of the therapeutic approaches together, right? So Varian having a, a large position in the cancer therapeutics, combining that with the advanced diagnostics that we have, we believe that by marrying those two together, bringing them closer together, that we can drive outcomes and that we can drive improvements and outcomes, I should say, right? Not just outcomes, but drive improvements and outcomes. And I think that's something that we are, are starting to see where that marriage is going to lead us still early in in the phases of, of kind of integrating together. But I think that that's going to be an ultimate goal or ultimate end where, you know, as Varian says, their, their motto is imagine a world without the fear of cancer. Can you imagine if we can bring imaging together with the cancer therapeutics included with some of our laboratory diagnostics, um, we can ultimately lead to a, a world without cancer. That would be awesome. That would be really awesome. And certainly a vision, I think all of us could get behind, you know, Wes, you mentioned, you know, the, the partnership you guys have there and we've been, you know, a lot of the interviews we've been having have been centered around this theme of collaboration and how that's the new currency. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people doing great things and the fragmentation that exists in, in healthcare overall is an opportunity. And this partnership that you have is a, is a great example of what's been a theme in the last few episodes we've done is, is collaboration is the new currency. And you guys are doing such a great job with that. You know, just awesome to hear of the possibilities that will come from the relationship you guys have with them. Um, what are you most excited about today? Well, you know, so collaboration actually is at the the core of success in my mind. So I, I'll just go back to when I, when I first started with Siemens Health and Ears, I actually was involved in the research collaboration sides of things. So research and development, as well as collaborating closely with some of our, our, our most high-end academic partners. And I think the success of being able to move forward and tackle some of the world's biggest problems are only accomplished through those collaborations. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that's a common theme amongst many of the other guests that you've had on your on your program, because I yeah. think that we can't make any, any progress or we can make very little progress in um, tackling the, the problems that we have in healthcare um, and in wellness for that matter, um, mm -hmm. without said collaborations where you bring together the greatest minds from the greatest disciplines, bring them together and you can solve some really big problems together. So that that's really what excites me most about what's happening today in healthcare is that there is um, a strong sense of collaboration is the way to move forward. That's great. And and it's, it's between organizations, it's, it's between uh, caregivers and, and industry. And even I feel like, and interested in hearing your thoughts here, Wes, is, you know, the interoperability challenge, like for a long time, there's been islands of devices inside of the acute care setting that are not communicating specifically to the EMR or maybe getting data to, to people that the clinicians that need it most. What about on that side? You know, I feel like there's an opportunity there too. Any, any thoughts on integrations? 
there is still a lot of work to be done, Saul, in the interoperability uh, space. Um, you're, you're right. As we develop new technologies, if you don't have certain standards there, then you mm-hmm. have uh, then it's difficult to collaborate, right? It's difficult to develop technologies that work together. And as we, particularly as we advance the digitalization age, where you have the Internet of Things and and mm-hmm. all of these different technologies that need to network together and to then bring that data together and be able to drive forward things like artificial intelligence or technologies that get driven by having multiple pieces of of data that come together and then are able to do analytics that one never could have thought uh, were possible before. You need to have a more cohesive, you you need to have that interoperability so that you can work together. Otherwise, you've got a whole bunch of technologies that may be great on their own, but um, they're losing sight or or not able to accomplish as much as they would be able to do together. So it's not just about us collaborating together. It's also about our technologies collaborating together. Yeah, that's great. And you know, this is great to hear you guys are thinking about it and working toward it. It definitely has been, you know, one of the things and, and imaging seems to be one of the things that comes up, you know, around being able to connect. So it's great to hear that, you know, the thought leader in this space is working to make that happen. Something to be really excited about. Uh, Wes, this has been great. Obviously, we we could chat for, for a long time. We could do a part two and a part three, but we're here at the end. So I'd love if you could just share a closing thought and where the listeners could learn more about you and, and the company and the work that you guys are doing. Sure, I appreciate that. Also, I mean, my closing thought is really that um, as we as we look to healthcare and as we look to being able to expand access and bring more advanced healthcare to more and more folks, it's I think it's incumbent upon us as in the med tech world and then and the um, healthcare device world to think about what those challenges are for those uh, individuals that may not have access to it today and think about what we can do to, to drive down those barriers and develop new technologies for that. And it may come in a a number of different ways. It doesn't mean that we don't need to stop innovating and pushing forward for advancing what we can do today with our most advanced stuff, but also thinking about what we can do to bring even the level of care to those that don't have it to a higher level than it is today. And I think that's an important part for us. What I'd like to say is that uh, Siemens Health and Ears, I think, is, is looking at this entire picture. We drive the, the healthcare field forward with latest advancements and innovations and digitalizations to be able to improve overall care while also considering the equality and equity of care across the world. And with that, I would love to invite people to check out uh, the Siemens Health and Ears website. You can do a, a quick search on it and uh, see all the things that we're involved in, um, both in the United States as well as globally. And I'm more than happy to have your listeners connect up with me on uh, on LinkedIn. That's probably the easiest way to connect to me. You can also find Siemens Health and Ears on LinkedIn and, and find out more about us. Amazing, so, yeah. Wes. Amazing. You, your company have always been a company that uh, I follow and admire just for the thought leadership and the and the and the work that you guys do. So thanks for the invitation, folks. You're listening today. Check them out. Go to the website, reach out to Wes if something that he said sparked an idea for collaboration inside of you. All of the links to today's podcast will be inside of the show notes. So make sure you go there, check those out, click and uh, go visit and learn more. Wes, just want to say thank you again for our time together today. Thank you so much, Saul. Have a great day. 